Um, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, Tune is live in the building right here, rocking with you. It is your girl Sierra Danielle. And it's your boy Famous Phillips. And uh Nah man, don't be saying nothing. We just get right into the shits, man. Hey, look, same shit, different day. Uh what's up guys? How you feeling? I think my allergies are a little messing with me a little bit. Yeah. Then just had the snipple sneezing. Dang. Right. You sure you ain't got that yump do you dump? That magic. Hey. That that magic. No, I don't have that magic. Did you do anything uh exciting over the weekend, man? Um, this weekend, yeah, we went to Charlotte and saw Libby's new crib. Shout out to Libby. Um, how many times did you say nigga, Nick? Uh, I actually didn't say the word nigga at all. You just said it, and you did definitely say it Saturday. (laughs) So I don't even know why this is a conversation. I I didn't, I did not say it at all on Saturday. Uh, it's on record and it's documented. Um, you I'm can, sure somebody has a video. There was a lot of videos in that house, uh, a lot of footage being made, but I do want to say shout out to Libby. Uh, beautiful, beautiful home. Also, shout out to Jay. Uh, they just had a really good time. I was telling Calvin the vibe of that whole house was just filled with nothing but 90s vibes in there. So I really do want to shout out to Libby. It was great. Uh, Sierra, did you do anything over the weekend? Mm, no. Um, so I really wasn't feeling well over the weekend. Um, when I was in, I don't know if I told y'all last week, but I've, my tooth has been bothering me. Mm. So when I was in, um, Maryland, the whole like right side of my face was like throbbing the mm. day I had to leave. So I made a dentist appointment Monday and turns out I have to get a root canal <laughs> on one of my teeth. And so last weekend it was like pretty swollen a little bit. So I had to get like antibiotics and pain mm. medicine and stuff. So I was really like, not you eat a lot of sweets. No. So what happened was I got all of my cavities filled last year and the one, the tooth that's bothering me now, it was a really deep cavity and he was like, it's really, really deep. So if it starts to bother you, like it was almost to the nerve. So he was like, if it, we're going to, we're going to fill it today. But if it starts to bother you in the future, come back because mm. you might need a root, root canal later on in life. So mm. it started bothering me and I went and he was like, yep, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Dang. So have you get, you haven't gotten the root canal yet. I've been on antibiotics. Cause he said, when I called Friday, I didn't go to work Friday. Mm. So when I called, he was like, it's probably an infection that's, trying to like you know become something Mm. that's why you're in so much pain so he has me on an antibiotic to get rid of it and then probably in the next week or so i'll get the procedure done and then Mm. other than my wisdom teeth that's the only work i have to have done hey girl you better stop eating that daggone candy girl it's bad for your teeth shawty we briefly discussed uh what your boy was up to over the weekend with the libby's crib and enjoyed those fun festivities but uh it was also a big game over the weekend it was the super bowl Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of festivities that were being done down in Miami. Uh, shout out to all the girls that was down in Miami without their boyfriends. Because <laughs> I see, I seen your Instagram post. You ain't slick. Did you and- see the video of them strippers who got stuck out there? Nice. Wait, video what? So there was a group of strippers that went out there to make money, and <laughs> uh, they didn't make any money and got stuck in Miami. Oh, how did they not shoot. make money? They only got a one way flight there. I guess just thinking that they was thinking they was enough. gonna go make some money. Yeah. But what you think he was just gonna walk up in King of Diamonds and just start? Hey, batting? let me. Can I get on the pole? No, bitch. No, bitch. <laughs> really? No. They thought that that like. I don't really know what the story is, but it was a, a whole video of these group of strippers that was stuck in my Dang, head. Dang, man. Well, um, did you guys enjoy the game? 
It was a good game. I actually did watch the game. Did you watch the game? Yeah, that I was did. good. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs did uh, win the Super Bowl. They are NFL Super Bowl champions. Let's go ahead and clap it up for the Kansas clap City Chiefs. Chiefs. I just uh, want to say I predicted this win. I was primarily basing my decision uh, with my heart and not my head on this one. In my head, I figured that the Kansas City Chiefs would win. And, you know, for a good period of time, it looked, the, the 49ers was busting their ass. Keep it hot. Yeah, it looked like they was going to win pretty, but, uh, pretty Patrick handy. Mahomes is nice. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is OD nice. So, shout out to the homie. Uh, did you guys see the Super Bowl commercials? Were you guys paying attention to any yeah. of them? The, one, the Google commercial where he was, like, talking about the stuff he needed to remember, the old man. Oh, yeah, that, that was That kind of pulled on my heart that was sad. a little bit. Doritos had the best commercials by far every year. You think Doritos had the best commercial? Yeah. What commercial did they... Um, what um, was it? Damn, I can't remember which one it was. There's so many fucking commercials, but Snickers. I know when Doritos came on, I was like, they they got the best. Snickers, I think, had the best commercial because the world do need a Snickers right now. Uh, the whole world needs a Snickers at this particular moment. Snickers, I've, but the NFL 100 commercial was fire too. Yeah, that where was the kid was running and then he ended up in the actual stadium. Uh, that was dope. Did you guys have a problem with uh, Jay Z and Beyonce not standing during the national anthem? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, thought that was a conversation that. That didn't even need to be had. Um, did anybody speak out against them? Yeah, the only person, who did. The, the, yeah, exactly. that lady. Yeah, right. We don't even need to that say that. Yeah, we know who said something. But uh, yeah, I think the Super Bowl overall was good. Uh, shout out to Miami for being a dope host city. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I didn't. I wasn't fearful of that. Yeah, yeah. Miami, it seemed I was not there. But shout out to them being a great host city. And did you guys see the Super Bowl halftime show? I did. I did. Yeah. I knew that Jennifer Lopez was going to sing those songs because she doesn't really have like a big... Like she's has Wait, what do you say? What, what, what's your angle on this? What do you mean you knew she was going to sing those songs? So those are really her only bops that she has. Like outside of the songs that she yeah. sang, I can't really think of... But all, but when you're on that stage, that that's all the artists do is sing their bops. I mean, I know, but for someone who's been in the game as long as they have... For her to have that many bops to choose from, you know what I mean. Like but she I, really I have think a plethora. I think everybody knew the the, the expectation, in my opinion, from J Lo was very low. I was more I excited about Shakira than Jennifer. See, Lopez. I wasn't even see, I wasn't even excited about Shakira. I wasn't excited high. for either one but of them. I, to be honest, I, but see, I'm a big. I'm actually actually listen to her music, and so like I was really excited to see her perform, but I really wasn't pressed about J Lo. See, I was pressed for J-Lo, if anything, um, and I will say when the halftime show was on, I thought it was a super dope ode to the culture of Hispanics. I thought they did a great job doing that. But also, too, if you really want to talk about it, 43-year-old Shakira and 50-year-old J-Lo. J-Lo is 50, guys, like 5-0. She's been on this planet for five decades. Shakira, in my opinion, outbodied her on that stage. Shakira, yeah. Shakira body. Absolutely. Shakira body. Shakira has been dancing like that probably. Shakira, her whole now life. that is not to knock J Lo at all, but Shakira bodied that. The video that's going around that's viral. The, one the two the of them twerking. twerking. Shakira killed that, but then the other one was a. I knew that was gonna be a meme. I knew it was gonna be a meme as soon as she did it. I knew it was gonna be a meme. But hey, listen. Shout out to Shakira. Uh, shout out to J Lo. Y'all did y'all thing. I don't know if y'all peep, but. 
there was a point in time where they did a breakdown and J Lo's daughter was actually one uh, singing. singing. Yeah, yeah, you saw that. I saw yeah, that. That, yeah, was, that dope. was dope. So shout out to that. Um, outside of the Super Bowl, um, we had some new music drop. Did anybody get a chance to listen to Wayne's album? I did. Remember we I we did. listened to yeah, it a little bit on Charlotte. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from our first rundown, I mean, we it were was, both. It, it, it was, was decent. It we was got decent. a few few yeah, songs I that think, we were like, all right. Listen to it a few more times. Yeah, yeah. A couple tracks on there was definitely hard. I felt like the production on it was. Not as Chris as Wayne was. Like Wayne, I felt like was clear headed and really rapping on that. But shout out to that. Uh, did you guys get a chance to listen to Yo Gotti? I did I not. Yeah, Yo Gotti. Y'all need to give that a spin. Yo Gotti is um that that <laughs> y'all are gonna like Yo Gotti's album a lot. That shit is mm. hard. Uh, Russ also dropped an album. I listened to a few songs, not the whole thing. Yet, yeah, though. Russ right. has a song with Ross, Ricky Rose, that I really <laughs> like. Uh, that was dope. And then also, I got a hot take. I got this on the board here, man. My man, my man, Justin Bieber, man. Now, over the weekend, me and Calvin, we was riding in the car. We was listening to a lot of different music, and we had a request by a friend in the car that said, "Hey, can you play Justin Bieber's Yummy?" And so I immediately said, "I said, guys, the song." Who requested that song? I won't. I won't say the name. <laughs> But I won't say the name, but I will say that the song, and I tweeted this, it's on record. The song's not as bad as what y'all think it is, what it has been deemed to be. Um, Yummy, I think, has a bad knock and a bad rep because of the video that came out. The video is trash, and it made him look terrible. Really? But, I didn't see the video. But ultimately, I think Justin Bieber, I think the song Yummy is dope, but he just came out with the remix of Yummy and put Summer Walker on that. Um, it, sounded, it sounded pretty good. Yeah. Summer killed that. I'm going to have to check that out. And then Justin Bieber got a song with Kalani that is hard. So I'm going to tell y'all this. This is my hot take. And that I really like that song he dropped a with top, Kalani. A top, a top three. I ain't even going to say top five. A top three R&B album of 2020 is going to be dropped by that white devil himself. <laughs> the white devil? <laughs> Shout out to Bieber Valley, man. Shout out to Justin Bieber Valley. If, if he drops album, one, yeah. He will. It's I coming will. out. It's coming out on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. But I, I have no, I have no like quorum with that because I think Justin Bieber is one of those elite talents. Like he's one of the one of the elite singers. You know, he he could be like a better version of Justin Timberlake. To be honest. All right. Now, but now, but Jay, no, 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 no. What I'm saying, I'm not. Now, I'm not trying to say he is better, but what I'm saying is he he has the potential to be better than the potential. The potential, because JT is is a bad man. You know what I'm saying in his own right. But J, hey, JB could could do something. Did you know that he co-wrote? Rocket with Beyonce? Justin mm-hmm. Bieber? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Justin oh. Timberlake. No, no, no. Timberlake. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I meant. Timberlake. Him yeah. and uh, who The else? Dream. Yeah. Yeah. The there dream. was a clip yeah. that was released of him in the studio with Beyonce while she was singing yeah. it with him and Timberlake. Well, we, well, we all knew Beyonce didn't write it. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. uh, The Dream wrote uh, Single Ladies mm-hmm. for Beyonce. And The Dream. Neo wrote Irreplaceable. And The Dream also wrote Baby by uh, Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber, which yeah. is his biggest song to date. Um, do you know uh, who Irreplaceable was supposed to go to originally? Rihanna. No. Yeah, it was. No, it was a guy. Um, Carrie Hilson was almost got it, too. Oh, uh, well, I thought you was talking about. Is that to the left? That no. Song? Yeah. No? Oh, yeah, to that is left, to the left, to the left. left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, initially, it was supposed to go to Neo. Neo was going to do it, but he was like, this doesn't seem like a, a man song. Like, he's, he thought. That's Are why he gave sure it. sure the that's why he wrote? No, no, no. Irreplaceable? Neo. No, no. I feel like Neo, Neo did. Wrote irreplaceable. I didn't say yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. say the dream. I said Neo. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Neo, Neo wrote, wrote irreplaceable. irreplaceable. But almost got it. Mm, yeah. She wasn't that big at the time. Well, I mean, no, no, she no, was she big, was, but she but wasn't Beyonce. She couldn't have but killed that was. song like I mean, we can't say, I mean, we can't say that, but 
At that time, Beyonce was. I mean, I, I don't think that's when, when Deja Vu came out. Isn't that the album? With, it is. Uh, it is the Deja Vu. When album. Deja Vu came out. <laughs> That was a that but, was that was a great album. <laughs> fun fun fact before we get into the gas up since we're on this musical tip. Did you guys know that the Dream did write Baby for Justin Bieber, which is his biggest song to date. The Dream was dating Christina Milian, right? They got a, or they were married. They got a divorce. Within the divorce settlement, the Dream gave up as far as as his financial severance, three percent of the baby residuals to Christina Milian. She is set for the rest of her life. Yeah. Just off of 3% of, of one song. Off of one song. Of you the know publishing. what's crazy? Yeah. This is like a tangled web. So, The Dream and Christina Milian, mm-hmm. they have a, a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, Christina Milian. Talking and, to the mic. Christina Milian and Lil Wayne had a thing. Mm hmm. You know, um, doesn't he have a baby with Nivea? Am I or am I tripping? Before I have I no idea who Nivea is. She's the one. She's a um. She's she's more so a '90s singer. Like she had a song called Laundromat and Don't Mess with My Man. That's Nivea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. So uh, she has a baby by Lil Wayne, and now she has a baby by The Dream too. So it was like a kind of like a. Like hey man, a future Bow Wow Sierra type I guess, of situation. I guess when you get up uh, up in the upper echelon of women, the pickings get a little slim up there. <laughs> so hey, you start rotating them. It's like college all over again. <laughs> Everybody yeah, start know, rotating um, the same Bow wow, hoes. Lil Bow Wow baby mama got a baby by future. So Bow Wow and yeah, Sierra hey, have Bow kids Wow's that have a sibling. Hey, I, listen, y'all going to get me down a rabbit hole of talking about some things, man. But uh, let's go ahead and gas up the whip real quick. <laughs> you like uh, Bow Wow's baby mama? Bro, Joey Chavis is phenomenal. <laughs> she yeah. is phenomenal. Not you know her whole government. Yo, Joey Chavis is phenomenal. Shout out to Joey Chavis. One day we will meet and I'll just say hello. That's all I will do. I will say hello. Tell Future and Bow Wow, aka Shad Moss, I said hello. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and gas up the car. Sierra, who you want to gas up? So I'm actually gassing up my sister in law. Um, uh, it's her birthday today. Hey, shout out to her. So, Clap um, it up for Sierra's sister. Yep, in law. So, yeah, in she, law, yeah. her, my brother, my little brother, my baby brother is actually he's getting married this year. Oh, turn up. Um, so I'm excited, and yeah, I'm very excited. That's what's up, man. Famous, who you want to gas up? Um, I want to gas up on a sports tip, Damian Lillard. So I don't know if you've been watching him the last few games, but for like the last six to eight games, I think he's dropped almost uh five forty point games. Yeah, he's been averaging over thirty eight points a game and shooting from over forty five percent from the floor. This commercial, he's been eating up. He snapped on the oh, comeback yeah. game for oh, uh, on the comeback game for LeBron uh, and, yeah. and the Lakers and all that. Which, by the way, I don't know if you guys got to saw on the sports tip that Calvin brought up. Uh, the tribute to Kobe was amazing that 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 Friday night, man. It was great. Uh, it had me tearing up all over again. So if you didn't get a chance to go see the tribute, is that the one where LeBron was crying? Yeah, uh, that was the one where LeBron was crying. Usher sang uh, amazing, "Amazing Grace." He does a lot of tributes for a lot of people. Yeah, but he they had that man Michael working Jackson's out overtime. Fu- yeah, he sang <laughs> yeah. at Michael Jackson's funeral. He sings at I think every celebrity's funeral. I mean, but he has one of those voices that is yeah, it it, it can kind of do that for yeah. you. Um, one of the things that I did want to go ahead and gas up real quick is um, the inspiration that uh, Libby and Jay gave to me over the weekend as far as uh, the home experience. Uh, just 
I don't want to necessarily gas up Black Love in an instance, but I do because I might. I want to save that for next week's podcast. But I do just want to shout out to both of them because they definitely showed. Uh, you know, it, it was just inspiring to see what they have. On top of the fact that all my other friends that are in the same boat, it just kind of make you look like yo, like. Cats is out here doing things on, on, on a major way. You know what I'm saying? On a major scale. So, shout out to them. Uh, I love the inspiration. Love the love. Love everything about it. Let's go ahead and gas up the whip. Uh, or it is gassed up. We've already got what it gassed up. 87. You uh, been drinking some at one? Nah, 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 nah. 87 is in the car. Uh, today, I think we're just dropping in the hoopty, man. We just, we, we cool. We ain't bougie today. We dropping in a... <laughs> dropping in a hoopty. But, uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and start the car and Sierra Danielle. Ooh, ladies first. Yeah. Ladies first. Yeah. What up, everybody? It is your girl, Sierra Danielle. Um, so today, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up, but um, the, the hashtag justice for Johnny Depp has been trending. Um, a lot of people really don't know uh, what's going on with that situation. So I'm just going to enlighten you guys and then we're going to chop it up about it. Okay. So basically, he was married to this actress, if I'm not mistaken. Her name is Amber... Um, I can't think of her last name. Um, if one of you guys can look that up for me, but I'm pretty sure her name's Amber. Okay. He was married to her. Um, it was judging by what I read, it was not a healthy marriage. And Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Um, it, from what I read, it wasn't a really healthy marriage. Um, but uh, she raised accusations against Johnny Depp, saying that. He was a domestic abuser, that he hit her, that he threw a phone and hit her in the face, which ultimately cost him his role as um, Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, which is a role he genuinely loved. Um, And recently, an audio was released of a therapy session between the two, and she admitted to hitting him. Um, And he had had accusations against her, how she had threw pots at him, cans of paint things that really hurt him um and even in videos i looked up some videos you could tell that he was not terrified of her but like very uncomfortable around her um don't i did some digging there used to be a video that it was a some awards where she reached and tried to like move his hair and he like flinched but the video is nowhere to be found at all anymore anywhere on the web um so now she's under fire because she had everyone thinking that she was the victim, but listening to the audio and it was very gruesome. Like she was like, I never punched you in the face. Uh, I just, I was hitting you and I can't remember the motion of my hands and basically really gaslighting him. Um, and trying to belittle and demean his experience that she ultimately caused. So the question that I want to ask you guys Um, And the topic I really want to talk about is as a man, what is it like or how do you guys feel about the fact that even if you're the victim, a woman can say you're the aggressor and it can literally tarnish your reputation? Because I want to I really wanted to raise awareness to the fact that men can be abused too. like Mm -hmm. domestic violence can happen to a man. It doesn't, you know mean that you're less of a man that you're getting beat up but the way society has you know cultivated that you're if you you let a woman beat you up then you ain't a real man type of thing so i really want to get you guys' take on that and how like how would you feel if you were in that situation or 
have you ever experienced a girl like kind of trying to rough you up a little bit? If you it's, don't have to talk about that, this is gonna be a to. tough conversation because it kind of goes back to the whole rape thing. Like with rape allegations, we talked about this before, right? Mm. When, when and, and I'm not saying it's to the same level. It's no, the same no, extent, I'm not. No, no, I'm, but, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm thinking about something else. My but bad. when it comes out, when somebody alleges that you did something like that, it already tarnishes the man's reputation because right now, as it is, it always seems like the victim is always getting the 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 benefit of the doubt. And I have always been a um, a proponent of saying when something like this comes out, whether it be sexual assault, domestic abuse, whatever. I am going to take it with a grain of salt initially until the facts come out because what happens a lot of times is everybody will quickly say we need to be on the victim side i.e. Jesse Smollett everybody was like Yo, whoever did this, not Jesse Smollett, not Nick, anybody, not, everybody who did everybody this, Smollett, da, 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 was like, yeah, da, da, da. And then when the truth came out, it was like, oh damn, we really rolled for this motherfucker, and he is shit. And so it's it's tough because, especially with um, especially with men, anytime something where it comes to domestic abuse, they're always gonna lean on the woman's side anyway because they're gonna see the male as more aggressive, more stronger, etc. Because of bodily functions and all that. And it's tough because I feel like it doesn't matter what a man will say to defend his right unless there's factual proof. There's no way for him to defend that. I don't feel any sympathy towards uh, Johnny Depp. What? Zero. Zilch. Why? Don't at all. Uh, this and, and this is why. Uh, from my perspective... We always talk about the double standards that happen, and they are just, it, it's a double standard, and that's just what it is. Regardless of whether it's fucked up or if it's fair or whatever, a girl can do something that will not look as crazy as if a guy does it and vice versa. So when you have this initial allegation that there was physical abuse within the relationship and Johnny loses a bag of like 50 mil for the next pirates he was going to do. I don't really, the allegation within itself can be looked at as, okay, well, if Disney is going to be held culpable, we need to do an investigation as to what happened. You could say Disney didn't do their due diligence for them actually finding out. It took whatever a video being leaked or audio being leaked of them to actually understand that she was the one that was being the aggressor. But the reason why I don't really have sympathy for Johnny Depp is because like, when you think about the, the, the power structure of man versus woman, like it's, it's, I'd say nine times out of ten, the guy's the abuser in a lot of these situations. That one percent of times, or that two percent of times, or whatever percentage it is, where can the you woman look up a statistic, Cal, and see what, if you can find what, one? whatever the percentage is of where women happen to be that individual and be the aggressor. I mean, that happens. I'm not saying that it does, and the woman, and I'm, and, and the women ain't right in that situation either. But, but he, why don't you feel any sympathy for him? Because in this situation, he is a victim. Yeah, I mean, he's a victim, but I mean, at the end of the day, Johnny's gonna be all right. He gonna be, he's gonna be fine. He, if, if, if at the end of the day, did this situation cost him some, a little bit of time and a little bit of money? Johnny, if found acquitted, is not in a situation where he, he falls in on the positive side of things. So he can then recoup on the back. Disney can restructure his deal. Disney can say. Like, but do you feel like just him being associated with being an abuser isn't going to affect his career at all? 
Nah, even I, though he was acquitted. Nah, because 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 the way that he can move now, knowing that like he the way he was moved when it was alleged versus the way he can move now, knowing that he can bring facts to the table. If I sit down in a business meeting with Disney and they tell me no, this is why the case, he could easily just pull his lawyers or whatever and be like, nah, like check this out, like this ain't this ain't me. You know what I'm saying? Like, OJ got acquitted of murder. It didn't change much about his situation. People still thought he was a murderer. Right. People yeah. still thought he was a murderer, but I Even mean, people still day. no. People still think that he's. I mean, he probably did do it. But what I'm saying is, the nigga wrote a book that said if. <laughs> so what? What does that have to do with him being acquitted? Because they didn't have evidence that OJ really did the crime. He got right. acquitted. So okay, I, and I understand that. That's Unless there's like concrete, they have that, there's evidence to of Johnny Depp. Getting his ass whooped. Apparently, I ain't heard the audio, but okay. from what but from what Sierra is saying, and it sounded like Johnny was getting that thing beat upside his head. Well, by th- a woman. this is the t- statistic. Excuse me. Uh, domestic violence and serious and challenging public health problems for uh, men and women. Uh, for women, it's approximately one in three. For men, it's one in ten. Mm. Yeah. So it, it's thirty three percent for women, about ten percent for men. So it happens more often to women, women. getting abused. Yeah, yeah so that's what I'm saying. Percent of all women are getting abused. Yeah, that, it's saying yeah. And these are just what's reported. Yeah, a lot of men aren't going to report that they're being abused by a woman. Yeah, so I mean, if the overall conversation is what is to happen with Johnny Depp in this situation, I mean, we all. I, I don't think anybody in this room would say that Johnny doesn't deserve justice. But I mean, if we think if the facts are playing out the way that they are, he's gonna get it. Like Mm. the conversation, like what other, like if you're going to tell me that people are going to still view him as an abuser, we can easily tell them that they're wrong. Right. Yeah. He's not. But that doesn't change the the public perception, because even if I if I was to get accused of of rape and I still pat and I, I got acquitted of rape. People are still going to look at me as a rapist. If if Bill Cosby, for instance, was to get acquitted of all the shit he had done. Right. They would still look at Bill Cosby like a pill popping rapist. You know the difference is in this situation. <laughs> no, they will. No, they, they, yeah. no, 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 they will. Because and I know a lot of people that would feel that way. But the difference between a lot of those cases is that the evidence is there to there, there isn't much evidence there to support the other side. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this case, there's clear cut evidence allegedly, according to what Sierra has just reported. That there is evidence that he was getting his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. So with that, in this particular situation, I don't see that as a knock to Johnny. Now, in these other cases that I, you guys were bringing up, I, I don't know. I will say this because there was, um, she did have claims on him. But, and I can see why people would say he was abusive. But now it makes it look like he was defending himself because she was beating his ass. What, what does her do? She's an actress. They've done movies together. What show, some pull up a picture of, of, well, of her? I can't. But um, on, yeah, pull pull up a picture because I'm and it doesn't really necessarily matter. But for me to She's even a be like blue eyed white woman, for me to even be like, yo, what does she look like? What does she do? I didn't know that she acted. Um, oh yeah, she she looks familiar. Yeah, she looks. I'll, familiar. I'll look up her movies while you're talking. Yeah, I think she, they've done a movie together. She looks familiar, but I, the only reason I bring that up is just because. Uh, Johnny does have a lot more to lose in this situation, but his upside is much greater than hers as well. So even if, again, he lost the Pirates deal to be Jack, we haven't got a Pirates of the Caribbean in how many years? However many. And that was the biggest franchise, one of Disney's biggest franchises. Mm -hmm. Will he get that back? Bearing all of this that's happening and that's coming out? I would probably lean towards yes. 
if he wants it, he may not want it. He may say, nah, Disney, fuck you. I came to you and told you, like, that wasn't me, and y'all kicked me to the boo anyway based off an allegation. Cool. You just got to deal with it. At that point in time, it's not really, it really ain't a lot. It really ain't a whole lot that can move forward with this whole situation in regards so, to. So, okay. So, if, if you if you were being abused by a woman, would you come out and tell somebody? Would you go to Cal and say, Cal? I don't want to make light. Listen, he would not. No, 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 no. Listen, I want to make. I do not want to make light of domestic abuse. So don't take me making light of domestic abuse. But if I was getting my at no, because what I'm about to say, I had to preface (laughs) my. I had to preface my next comment to make sure that I am not knocking domestic abuse. It's terrible. It's wrong and all that. But if Nick Hensley was getting his ass beat. Your boy will be on IG every day talking about some y'all. <laughs> I just got my head busted in to the white man. You're bit. lying. No, Nick I'm not. Lying. Yes, he no, is. I'm not. Why do I gotta be lying? Because I, I know, y'all. Nick, I will you be don't screaming. even, Nick. I will be screaming. Even I, I, like, I will be calling. I will, no. I, I will be blowing the whistle. You would, you wouldn't be on Instagram because you only, bro. You only get on Instagram now to be doing shit like that. Like, bro, like I, if you stubbed your toe, you're not going to Instagram. Like, damn, I stubbed my toe. So you damn sure ain't doing that if somebody's beating your ass. I'm telling you, I will be the blow. I will blow the whistle. I'm getting my ass beat at home. Would you tell somebody? hundred percent. Would you tell Calvin? I promise. Calvin he would not tell. No, I promise. Y'all, he would I prom- tell. I, y'all think his pride. He'd probably be like, <laughs> yeah. damn man, I don't want to tell him I my can't. girl whooped my ass because then I'm a clown. I'm like, what the fuck she beating your ass like that? For. But no, no, no. First off, would you, you tell somebody if a girl was beating your ass? Yeah, but I also wait. Wouldn't allow- no, wait, wait. <laughs> I would. That. I would. You know, I would. Bro, fuck. I would. All of that Nick noise, would. bro. I, I wouldn't let it uh, uh, do my pride like that because when I was in a relationship, there was what, abusive. Bro? I did tell people. But well, yeah, I, but see, but what I, happened? I dealt with it because I kind of thought it was cute because it was crazy at the time. Yeah, know. but see, see, yeah. I ain't had no. What do you mean abuse? What was she doing to you? Hitting me, like slapping you. Or punching mm, you, punching me, kind of yeah. like in the face. Nah, never in the face. She, yeah, but see, she but that's the thing, man. That, like I, I have not. Slap you? Mm, maybe once. Yeah, maybe once. Not like. And you thought that was cute. Well, I think just at the time it was such a long. It was like six years ago. Now that I think about it, I mean, I was young, toxic relationships. Why not? Fuck it. I mean, it's not smart. I'm not. I'm not saying that anybody who's going through a relationship like that should do it. But if you've Who been in a relationship tell? like that, my LBs, I told my line brothers, they used to think that shit was crazy too. But Did they you, knew it. They knew it wasn't. They knew it wasn't to I'm an t- extent what, where no, I would but, need to get police. But that's what. But that. But that was, no, no, wait, 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 no, 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 no. probably didn't say y'all. I gotta really tell y'all. This girl no, but no, but that's what. But no, but she really wouldn't whip my ass. Like I wouldn't let a girl whip my ass. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm not not like what benefit does it to me to not tell them if a girl come in here swinging off, slapping me, scratching me in the face, cussing me out, physically pushing me and all that stuff. Why would I not be like, yo, bro? This bitch is crazy. This bitch came in here swinging this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Like, why do y'all think I would not do that? No, you, we don't think you would be on Instagram talking about this girl. Uh, that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> oh, was it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, all <laughs> right. Yo, that was a joke. But I'm saying, like, I would definitely be like, I, bro, I would definitely call Kyle like, yo, bro. This bitch is, just, yo, she just knocked my head off. She was crazy. I had to get out of this situation, yada, yada, yada. All that. I don't want to see it get to that point. I never want to be in a position to have to get to that point. I've seen that in relationships before. Like it's 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 happened physically in front of me, and where I've seen uh, a girl kind of wilding out, and and a man showing the most utmost uh, restraint in that. In which you should, uh, you should you 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 should show as much restraint 
uh, as possible. Okay. Period. Period. Okay. That's it. Why are you saying Nah, nah. I just said okay. I just said okay. All I said was okay. Nope, nope. Because we know the direction Calvin going. Calvin said, all right, if she could go on one more time, she going to get this head rocked off. That's Calvin mentality. No, look, you got to defend yourself. Like, I wouldn't let no girl beat my ass because she would just have to get her ass whooped. And then I would, yeah. So you you would beat up a girl? If she started beating on me to that extent, yes. You would beat up a woman? Yes. Beat her to the head. Beat her to she can't talk. I would defend myself. I would defend myself. You would beat her face in. I would defend Break myself. Break her neck. <laughs> Nick. I'm saying. I want clarification for the people. So I want the people to know. I want the people to know. What are you going to do? I'm walking away. If a girl punched me in my face, I'm going to punch her back in her face. <laughs> Yo, Calvin, you wild. <laughs> I don't care. Yo, Calvin is wild. No, Calvin, you're not punching the girl in the face. Who bro. ain't? Bro, Who? Calvin, you oh, are. Oh, God, not. I would. Calvin, no, oh, God, not. I you would. You need to clean bro. this up. You need <laughs> to clean this up. Clean up on aisle nine. You need to clean up on aisle nine. Bro, you are not punching the girl in the women face. Women and men, you shouldn't be putting your hands on no, a man or woman. No, Because otherwise, you're going to get that shit back. You shouldn't be putting your hands on a man and be upset. Right. If he hits you back. Because not every man is going to show that restraint that you have. Some men, it's reflex. They get hit. Is that right? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it is right. It's self-defense. It's right. It's self-defense. It's self-defense. Okay. Nick, if a woman is charging at you full speed and put yeah. you in the face, you're going to re- like react but why, to but, that. But, but do y'all do y'all, do y'all y'all prove to yourself shit that you already know? What you what? mean? Do you prove shit to yourself that you already know? I know for a fact I will beat her ass. I don't need to do it, though. That's I'm not saying point. you I'm need saying, to, but that's my point. That. <laughs> like, and moment, I would not do that for the record. I would not do that, but I know I could. Jesus, think you lie. That's that's all. I, that's yeah, all I'm saying. Real. Like, no, that, but what I'm saying is, uh, for a lot of people, it's not uh, for them. It's like they get hit. They're not gonna sit back and think about it. The first thing they're thinking about is, I'm gonna react and I'm gonna defend myself. A lot of men, they're not. A lot of women Like if boy, a girl hit me I'm not gonna think boy, about y'all, it Boy y'all not giving credit To these men out here man You don't think so Y'all ain't giving credit To these men out here These men, this men out here Showing restraint Johnny Depp has showed y'all restraint Yeah I've shown restraint Have y'all seen the video Of the girl like Literally like Going in It was a Punching right a dude Yeah, yeah I I've seen multiple I'd've, Yeah, I'd've so, in that situation, so in that situation What would you have done I'd've I That ass. happened in my house At my left I've seen that Like sitting no, 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 on no. my couch With you If a girl punched you no, I, in And the I'm face. saying And I would handle it I would handle it The exact same way That my man's handle it If my man's handle it You're gonna keep doing this And I'm gonna let you Keep doing this And I'm gonna get up and I'm going to let you keep yelling and screaming behind my back. And you're going to keep hitting my back. And I'm going to keep walking away. And then if you keep doing it to irritate me, I'm going to turn around and cuss your ass out. Stop fucking hitting me. And I'm going to keep moving. Because the moment I put my hands on you, I'm putting your ass to sleep. And I don't need to do that. Because I will knock your ass out. Nick is, Nick is lying to himself right now. I swear to so God. you think he would hit a girl? Yeah. No, I would not. I promise you. If it was like the girl in the video, any, any guy. I like, promise you on my mom, I'm not regardless. hitting Regardless. I, I put that on everything I love. Have you ever been put in that situation No, yourself? I've never been put in that situation. I've never been in a position where a girl wants to spit so on me. You really me, don't know what you're going to do then. me. But I do. Yeah, nah, you don't. You don't. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Nick. I'm telling people. I'm telling the people right now. Listen, the only time you will ever hear Calvin Phillips ever hitting a woman is because never. Calvin is because never hitting a woman. I hit some shit like that. Calvin that would be the only way. If Cal- she hit you. If she but she would have to be like excessively hitting me. I would have had to protect myself in some capacity. I'm just saying. And that's what would happen. It's almost happen. it's it's like it's like it's like and we're gonna end on this. Not we not not end on this, but we're gonna close. But it's like the varsity football team going out and playing against the damn 
elementary school fifth grade football team. You know for a fact that uh-huh. y'all going to run ramshot if we actually playing. Them kids don't need to be on the damn football field. That's how it is with a man in mo- most times. Unless you damn going up against Layla Ali in her prime. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you, like Calvin, what woman have you came across where you felt like, in your it, that you've messed with, that you've dealt with, that you physically was like, oh, no, nah, she started going crazy. I can't take this. I it haven't. ain't been no woman. Exactly. That's my point. But there are yeah. cases out there that have had that. That's all I'm saying. You just got to be be mindful. That shit happens, man. Long story short, uh, ho, 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 ho. What's the, what, what did the pirates be singing? Uh, that's not the pirates. That's... Pirates, uh, it is. That's not. That's ho, 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 ho. Not, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Well, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Johnny Depp gonna get his role. Oh, Shout out to Jack Sparrow. Uh, we'll probably talk and we'll probably hear a lot of commentary for this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we gonna hear a lot about this. But uh, that was Lady First. Uh, Shout out to Sierra Danielle. We love doing that every single week. Uh, famous, what's good, bro? What All we right, talking man. about? Hey, this week on Road Rage, we ain't have a pothole. We ain't, we ain't blow a tire. We had a carjacking. God done. A carjacking. A carjacking. <laughs> legit. Car has been stolen. Famous Phillips has got his carjacked this weekend. So Saturday night, me and Tune, we got back probably pretty late, but probably no, like twelve thirty. Are you serious? Are you joking? No, I'm no, serious. I'm about to tell you the whole story. Yeah, it was twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. We get back twelve thirty. Everything's yeah. good. Tune's about to go home. I said, Yo, Tune, I holla at you. Da 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 da. I head inside the crib, close the door, da da da. Your crib. My crib. I'm in my crib. Um, me and my girl, we we go upstairs, we watch a movie, I think, or we we watch some show, but then go to end up going to sleep around 1 30. Cold, gone. Put the alarm system on, all that before I go. Now, what I might have done, and it has to I mean what I'm gonna say yeah. what I did do, but I just didn't recall <laughs> at the moment. I don't think I locked my car doors. So you know, whatever. I, I, I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't think nothing of it though. To be honest, because I usually always lock my doors when I go into my house, so I don't really think too, you know, twice about it. Later on throughout the day, I'm playing Call of Duty. Get up, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go to the store because I was gonna be grilling out and cooking fish um, this this weekend. So for the Super Bowl, so I go into the car and I'm like, hmm, my door is slightly cracked. Both of my like my past my. My no, not my passenger. The driver's side door and the driver's side back door were slightly cracked open. I'm like, that's weird. I don't think I would have did that. Open the door. My stuff has been scrunched, like kind of just moved around everywhere. And I'm like, shit. Somebody, because I've been robbed before, and I was like, somebody, somebody got in my shit because it it just didn't look like what I would regularly keep it at. So I go in there. My wallet's gone, which is another thing. I usually don't ever leave my wallet in there unless it's like I'm going to work or something. But I left it in there because when we went to Libby's joint, I didn't want to keep it in my pockets. So I left it in my car, forgot to take it out when I got in the house. They took my wallet. <laughs> and this is how I know there's some young niggas. They took my wallet, my cologne, and my two Apple cords that were plugged into the stereo and shit, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what? They fucking left. And God to be the glory. They left my camera. The whole camera bag Everything, every everything in the bag was in there. Camera, lenses, etc. That's up to three, four thousand dollars, right? Yep. Left the shit, and Ooh. so I was like, in my head, I was like, shit, this is terrible. But fuck, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, 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 took yeah. the bag, took it right into the house. I, I'm the only other bag I had in there was just my like uh, shorts and shit from the gym or whatever. 
And so I, you know, first thing I first I'm like looking through the house to see if I can find my wallet just to make sure I didn't like bring it upstairs and I just for, like lost it. Come to find out the wallet's gone, call the police, have them come check in. The good thing, the silver lining is like we don't live in a bad neighborhood, right? We live in a really nice, well-lit neighborhood. The issue was there was a multiple carjackings around Winston-Salem that night. So apparently the guys, whoever were doing it, were doing it at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. They hit my neighbor two houses down. They hit a neighbor in the front of our neighborhood. And then across our neighborhood, as well as like other surrounding areas in Winston, I guess some teenagers were going out and just like pulling car doors to see what was unlocked and going in and taking whatever they could, right? Mm-hmm. So... You know, shut down all my cars and stuff. So pretty much today, that's kind of what I was working on too, getting um, car stuff situated. Uh, cause I had to get new cars for everything, debit and credit cards. I had to go Monday to get a new license. <laughs> like again, again I literally time. just got it. Like in December, I got it on my birthday, um, uh, December twenty ninth. So yeah, I mean that was that was my weekend. Now, granted, like I said, Super Bowl happened. Everything was fine. You know, I had a good good time. Luckily, I had money in my Cash App. So what I did was I locked all my cars, locked my Cash App car, and then just sent the money to Etna's car, and mm-hmm. I used her car to. And I still got her car. I'm using that right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but luckily, did they, did they spend anything? Yeah, yeah, they did. They spent they spent a few things, but these dudes were dumb as fuck. Like. They they went to a McDonald's and spent three dollars. They went to. They were probably trying to see if it worked. Yeah, they were trying to see if it worked. But then they also went to like the gas station up the street from my house and yeah. spent like twenty dollars. I mean, but either way, I got all of that situated. Once all the transactions are done, I'll be able to get them back that money back or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, the police were like, yeah, if you can give us a time frame and the location, we'll go and get the surveillance footage and all that. So they were able to do all that. I don't know if they caught the guys yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not too pressed about it right now. Yeah. I know the wallet's gone, but hey, this camera is more <laughs> is more is more than anything in that fucking wallet because I can replace everything in the wallet. I could not have replaced this, and I was like, damn, like the Lord really looked out. So yeah, yeah lock your doors. When I lived in the province, somebody broke into my car and stole my radio. My radio. My yeah, car, like, if it was my old truck, they probably would have tried to steal my radio because that one was removable, but. Yeah, so that that's it's okay. I mean, look, and you know, you can't cry over spilled milk. I am good. Everything is safe in the house and all that. My biggest thing was the camera. When I saw the camera was still there, untouched. Like I mean, they they looked through the whole camera bag and was like, "Nah, bro, I don't want this." And I'm like, "They opened it." Yeah, the whole the when I got into my car, the bag was open, and I'm like. Shit, I said, the first thing I said, let me look for these lenses and camera. Let me turn it on, make sure it work. I said, let me take this in the car, in the house. But yeah, I say that all to say this, lock your car doors, okay? I, I made a mistake. And also, don't leave your wallet in there. But this week on Road Rage, I'm going to make it quick and make it simple. Um, I watched the Kevin Hart docuseries, which I think y'all have already seen, right? I haven't seen all of the episodes, but what I did like, what I did watch, I really liked. I really enjoyed it. And I think Kevin Hart really motivated me to speak on what I'm about to speak on now. And that's success and the essence of what success is. Um, A lot of things that he was talking about in the documentary is like things that he's had to sacrifice in order to get the success he's had, but also for um, for his family and to get things that he's never really had. Mm -hmm. And so what I wanted to ask you all was, you know, we are on this road to success. No pun intended. Um, And 
there are things that we all are going to have to sacrifice if we haven't already sacrificed some stuff. Right. Um, so my question to you guys is, what is your biggest sacrifice to get to the next level? Because I think, you know, when he was in there talking about like the things that he does and talking about he may only sleep three hours some days and, uh, you know, it, it takes a, a, a big toll on his family and. You know, he was talking about how his sex drive is so low, but it's because he's tired. So either you can have really good sex or I can have, give you this lifestyle you're having. Do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it, it was just crazy to think about all of that stuff. And so what is your ultimate sacrifice to get to the next level? It's going or. What it is, is time away from what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You can't do everything that you want to do on the journey to success. Yeah, because there's certain things you have to do. And so with that being said, I know in my past, as far as the biggest sacrifice is just time away from time away on holidays. Uh, for the past four years, I had worked every single holiday uh, uh, during the day with being on air on the radio. Right. I can't I can't be at the family functions, you know, like everybody else. I can't be a part of the Christmas wrapping opening and all that stuff like that. I can't be at the July 4th at the cookout at the beach. So you miss out on a lot of those things when you're trying to ultimately be great uh, in these situations. Mm -hmm. And another thing, too, that you do sacrifice is like not only Kevin Hart, but this goes back to the essence of. Kobe Bryant, the the road to success isn't like a, a peachy, creamy, like all sunshines and flowers. We going to make it and it's going to be a straight shot along the way. The type of sacrifice that Kobe was making for missing kids, uh, games for the girls, uh, missing family functions that we talk about. I think it's really just missing out on the moments, the sacrifice of the moments that you know you would like to have but can't. But for the pig, for the bigger picture. So for me right now, there's a lot so of things. You don't think that it's possible for you to have both in some capacity? I, for what I have known, what I have seen, what I deem to be great. LeBron, Jordan, Michael, Beyonce, uh, Brady, uh, Prince. You name the greats. And the sacrifices from what I've known, from the documentaries from my scene, it's 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 you have to give yourself up to not have those types of things. You have to be comfortable mm-hmm. with being uncomfortable and uncomfortable is being in those positions to say, unfortunately, I know my family needs me right now, mm-hmm. but I got to go out here and get this bag. Right. Yeah, I can I can definitely understand that um, to some extent. But um, everybody says that. That is the tagline that you will hear from any entrepreneur, from anybody that's trying to strive to be great, that, you know, uh, you know, no sleep, all this and and everything like that. But it really is like very few people out here really making the sacrifices like that. The true sacrifice. I definitely agree with what you're saying, too. I feel like the biggest sacrifice for are you talking about just in general, what we think or just for us personally? Calvin um I would say for you and like personally for me it's sacrificing what's comfortable um I know one area that I struggle struggle with is my lack of discipline so for me it's doing the things I don't want to even when I even the, doing the things I have to do necessarily don't feel like I want to do all the time doing them even when I don't feel like it 
I feel like anybody can work and do things they want to do, but the real test of your character is doing things that you have to do even when you don't feel like it because it ultimately pushes you towards your end goal. Um, which is for me, like if I, I have to work at, I work seven in the morning, 7 a.m. every morning, most, most days. And that's me driving on Monday, Tuesdays and getting home at 11 and not getting into the bed and getting settled to 1 a.m. I have to do that because I'm building my career. If that means me staying up late to work on brand work, I have to do that because I have to further my career. One, so I guess I guess it goes back to losing out on sleep thing, but there comes a time where you have to find a balance because one thing that I struggled with was when I threw myself into my work like that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't get a lot of sleep, and then I would get burnt out. So I had to find a, find a day, like okay, I'm not really gonna do anything today, but catch up on my sleep or get do read a book or do self care or something that helps me mentally because if I'm all over the place and I'm not taking care of myself, mm-hmm. then there's no way I can be good for the podcast or good for the radio show or good for re-up or good for I'm Reminded. So I feel like you have to make those necessarily sacrifices and do whatever you need to do to become more disciplined and to become more aware of your goal and how to get there. But at the same time, you got to make sure you're taking care of yourself too. I want to get back on this before I let Calvin go again. Okay, go One ahead. of the things I want to talk about in, 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 in being self-reflective in 2019 for me started off this time last year being the hardest I had ever worked, uh, I think, in my entire life. And there was a moment in time where I saw it getting ready to happen. I had a phone call that said, this is what you're going to be doing at this particular moment in time. And I saw what my life was going to have to be like for those six weeks. Are you talking about when... Uh... When I had to be at both of my jobs that I won't name on the air, but I had to be at both of them. And the hours that I had to be at them were pretty much being at my job from 8.30 in the morning until 5 and then being at the other job from 7 to midnight and then waking up and repeating that throughout the week, Monday through Friday. And then I did that for six weeks. Now, that six weeks felt very short to most, but that six weeks was a very long and enduring six weeks for me. But the ultimate thing that I saw was like, I've always wanted to get to this point. I've always wanted to get to the point where I hated the fact that I had to do the 9 to 5 and I couldn't focus primarily on the 7 to midnight, but at the same time, I understood the sacrifices that I had to make. I wasn't like, you want what is sleep like what is that that don't even correlate with nothing we got to go out here and we got to do what we got to do now what i saw was what sierra to your point is i got burnt out and then in the latter half right in the smack that middle of 2019 i i really got burnt out mm-hmm. and i saw that manifest itself in the second half of 2019 there was real lackadaisical in the things that I was want, that I was once streaming, and I saw the things kind of falling down from the way that I wanted them to become. And then right on cue, the holidays happened, and Drake's Rat Radar interview came out, and Kevin Hart's interview came out with the docuseries, and there was another interview that I can't remember, and them niggas put a battery in my back. Right. To understand, like, you want to talk about like, like, this is like, this is the life you you, you want to accomplish these certain things. Go out there and, and, and get the bag and don't like bitch about it. So at this point in time, it's really about like, it's always been no complaints from my side, but I saw complaining kind of seep into myself in 2019. And I hated that. I couldn't stand that. Like the first time in like my whole life where I'm at, like where I'm complaining about something. 
And I just hated that about myself in 2019. So I vowed myself when I saw that Drake interview, when I saw the Kevin Hart docuseries, I was like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. When you say complaining, what do you mean? Like complaining about you having too much on your plate? No, complaining about I was complaining that I wasn't do, like where you wanted to be. Yeah, I was complaining about where I wanted to be. I'm seeing I'm making moves. You were I'm, discontent. Is yeah, that a word? yeah, like I know I'm not maybe, discontent. I maybe know. content. Like I like no, I, I content. It means you're happy and you're okay with where you are. Right, right, but complacent. Uh, complacent. I was becoming. Discontent is a word. I'm pretty sure. I don't. I don't know the right noun we're trying to use know. in this instance right now. But I just know that it was a moment where I just it looked good from a the bills was being paid. I was coming home and I was cooking and I was you know doing all the things necessary like that needed to be done from a domestication standpoint. <laughs> and I understood what that ultimately did for my domestication lifestyle. But from a professional standpoint, I was like, dude, this I can't. I can't like I I can I can I can I can't get content with this if this is where I'm ultimately trying to be. I can't make sure like I'm gonna make sure 100 percent that I'm doing what I have to do from a domesticated standpoint. But at the same time, I can't let that domestication be the number one priority. See what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah. How do you feel about it, Cal? Um, well, I'm just gonna make my short and sweet. I like both of your like opinions on it. Um, I think my biggest sacrifice is to not compare myself to what I want to be Mm -hmm. because I think for myself especially it's easy to see what I know I can do I I can see it you know what I'm saying we see the people who are in our positions who've been where we've been and been able to get to that next level and I look at it um and I say that's what I want to be and that and I remember when I was playing football like the reason why I played the way I played is because I loved Ed Reed I said yo I want to be Ed Reed I want to be him and when I didn't get to his level of where Ed Reed was, I felt like I failed. And it's not that I failed. It's just that I'm going about it a different route than what my contemporaries are. And so what I would say for me personally, my biggest sacrifice is not allowing myself to continue to compare myself to other greats Mm -hmm. because I might end up being great. You know, I might be the greatest of great. No, we will. But I promise you. Right. I cannot continue to live my life in fear that I won't get there. Yeah, and so I think that, that was that my biggest. But I think thing. that fear helps. I, I mean, it, it helps. No, no, the fear. It could either feed you and motivate you, or if you really, it's it's all about perspective, right? What yeah. you focus on and what you feed will grow. Yeah. So if I'm afraid of something, and every day I'm feeding it doubt, I'm feeding it more anxiety, I'm feeding it, I'm feeding it, I'm feeding it, I'm feeding it. It's going to choke out my motivation, and literally, for some people, it cripples them and be like, "There's no point for me to move forward because I'm going to fail anyway, or there's no point for me to move forward because I'm going to mess up anyway. I'm going to stay right here and I'm going to do this, whatever I've been doing for the past X, Y, Z amount of years because it's safe. I know it. It's predictable. Da 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 da. When you're embarking on a new journey, the big the big part of it that makes us afraid is the fear of the unknown. We don't know what that journey looks like. We don't know what the sacrifices are going to be. We don't know what obstacles lie ahead. We don't know if if or can or if we don't know. We really don't know. But that's where it goes down to that fear talk. It's about quote unquote, I don't want to be corny, but it is that mamba mentality. That fear is something that the, the fear of the fear of failure can feed you like somebody it can but uh, a lot of people th- th- this was a, this chokes people out th- 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 this was a tweet from um p from uh, uh from quality control 
He said, don't let social media fool, fool you. Entrepreneurship isn't a isn't a, damn, I cannot read today. I know what tweet you're talking about. Entrepreneurship isn't as glamorous as it seems. You will be broke, depressed, and ready to quit at times, but don't keep hustling. At the end of the day, the shit is not sweet. That's what, like, like, like the shit to get to where these niggas is at is not a sweet role. And everybody thinks that it's going to happen at 21, 22, 23, 24. And you got to think about some of the most successful people that you have. A lot of them didn't even pop in their 20s. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And yet we're over in over here. We're striving. One thing I will want to say, because, you know, Calvin, I did used to do that a lot. Like I used to look at guys that were in my field, in my media thing. And we're saying like, yo, I want to be like those guys. Like, why am I not in the position that they're in? Because I work just as hard and talented as they are. And I had to take a look at myself in the mirror and say why I'm not doing that. But now I don't even look at that no more. Like, I don't look at the TV and be like, yo, I, w I wish I was at the Grammys or I wish I was at the Rock Nation brunch or I wish I was uh, I, with these celebrities. No, I want to create where they want to be at. That's where the equity is. That's where the greatness lies. Like, people, like, I don't want to be at the party with Drake. I want to be the party that Drake comes to. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's that's greatness. That's yeah. I do something that creates a momentum that not only inspires other people, but like like literally inspires. You know what I'm saying? Like that. But in my eyes, that's greatness. But that also to Calvin's point, the sacrifices that that are involved in that sacrificing your your, your mentality towards what you view on social media. Right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they have a great commercial out right now that talks about the 75 hour, thousand hours that I spend on social media. Let me actually imply that and put that towards time for my business and look at what that will do for you in 2020 type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I want to talk about. Yeah. Just something simple and, yeah. but it, it makes you think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so the, the listeners that we do have, I really want you to think on that. What is your biggest, what is your biggest, um, uh, shit. Damn, how did I word that? You said what oh, is your, your biggest sacrifice. What is your exact? biggest sacrifice for you to be successful? Yeah. Think about that. Like really think about it and own whatever you whatever you're gonna do. Real quick before we get on my last topic, talk about it. Calvin, the point of the documentary where uh he had the uh he had the cheating uh, situation, a scandal, and he made a comment real quick about, you know, if my boys was there that it may not have went down the way that it did. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of backlash about that comment because ultimately, you know, the women were like, well, you know, if he did have, you know, he shouldn't need his boys there in order for him to not stick his dick in another woman. You know, he should be held himself accountable. Do you see that side or do you feel Kevin at all on that? No, I feel quick? Kevin wholeheartedly because everybody has their own um, weaknesses. weaknesses. And, and if I, if it, like, for instance, if me and you are on some kind of thing, if, if we ha we have a relationship the way we do, right, you would not let me cheat on my girl for anything and nope. vice versa. Right. Because you know the severity of what could happen if I was to do that. Exactly. And so even, you know, granted, you could still say even if Cal I wasn't with Calvin, he'd be fine. But who's to say if I was like, yo, Toon, I really want you to come to Vegas with me this weekend. I'm going to get fucked up. I need you there. And you say, no, nah, I, I can't come. I'm, I can't come because you I'm don't me. know what might happen. I, I could revert. You know, who who's to know? But it, it's your it's your guys. It's your your brothers who check you on that shit, yeah. who make sure. All right, Nick. Girls because, call, girls well, call, see, girls well, call bullshit see, on that. Do you see what, where the women are coming from? I mean, I, I hear, I hear them. Because at some I just point, don't, I don't, see I don't agree with. Them. I don't see them. I hear them. I hear them. But I don't. See I understand them. that you're under control of your own whatever you decide to do. But there is a lot of things in life that sometimes you need help, and that might have been his weakness. And and even as a grown man, you're going to have weakness. And if that's his weakness, he should have had his brothers there, or just not went. 
different so, conversation. Yeah. I know that that was actually a topic that I thought about coming back with on episode 100, but I think we had got past the Kevin Hart, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, last topic of the day. Now, my topic is actually, it's fitting that it's the last because this will probably segue very heavily into next week's uh, episode. And if you guys know what next Friday is, I, you do the math. You know what time it is. But um, we've all have been or are currently in uh, relationships. And I would say for the most part that you guys have either been in or dealt with somebody for at least over a year, over two years, maybe over three years for some people. But in those instances, we all know that we have love love languages. Uh, could somebody run down the list of the love languages for me real quick? So the love languages are physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and gifts. There was a book that came out years ago that the detailed... Five love languages by Dave Chapman. That detailed these out in, 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 in great detail. And ultimately what it does is you kind of take a look at yourself and it's really about how you interpret your love, right? It's the love that you receive, not that you give to somebody else. Yeah, so the, but it's your, the, your, 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 your gifts, your, um, your love languages are how you receive love. Now, you do, I feel like you should look at the way you give love too. Right, right. But, 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 but ultimately, ultimately what, it's how you receive it. The bag we're in right now is how you receive it, right? And we'll, we'll, we'll layer this here in a little bit. But ultimately, what I want to say is, do you believe that over the course of time in a relationship, that your love language changes does it deviate away from what you originally thought it was in the beginning is it something that's subconscious do you think it happens at all what are your guys's thoughts on the evolution of your love language within a relationship i feel like for me um my love language is always tell the people what your love language is so my love language is quality time and physical touch so if I care about someone, whether it's platonic or um, romantic, mm -hmm. somebody I'm dating, I am not overly touchy-feely, but I might, like with my female friends, lay on them, hug them, allow them to... I'm not really big on letting people touch me or letting people in my personal space. So that's a big indicator that I care about someone if I'm allowing them to touch me with... You know what I mean? Like even something simple as... My friends touching my hair or whatever the case may be. Um, quality time, if I care about you, I definitely want to see you um, a lot or just be in your in your presence. But what I have known over the years and noticed that it's not it hasn't changed. But in a sense, the dynamic of it within itself changed, if that makes sense. So in the beginning in high school, you know. You being around your, your my boyfriend I had in high school was cool and the physical touch and the quality time, cool beans. But now it's more so of like not necessarily a sexual touch or just plain physical touch, but the intimate like those moments where it's like, like, damn, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's like it's just intensified and make it's like more focal point. Like this is something that I need. Like I really like that. Not all the time, because every touch isn't intimate, but I feel like in moments it intensifies. But for me personally, it's never changed. Mine is physical touch. I don't know what the other one is, but uh, I don't. I think it can change based off of uh, how you are and how you work. And experiences, like, too. Yeah, like, for instance, when I first started my business, I was, like, 
OD busy, and you know that. Like, mm-hmm. y'all know that. I was, like, always doing something that took away from physical touch sometimes because I couldn't sit and lay down with you and you just rubble my head and my back sometimes. I had to be out to 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and then get back up and get up at 7 or 6 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The case may be. And I think it did change over time. Now, um, currently, I think that my same ones that has been have been the same currently for a few years um, just because I've been more stable. You know, I've been dating the same person. Um, and life, life has changed in those three to four years, but there's a lot of like similarities within those years where it's like not too much has changed now. So the common person who has these love languages though, I think they definitely could change based off of your maturity level. Like, um, but also based off a relationship you're in, you might date someone like, for instance, I'm, I'm currently in a relationship with someone who her love languages are like, um, quality time, words of affirmation. I don't give a fuck about words of affirmation, but it's making me care more because I have to suit her needs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need, I don't need Nick to tell me like, yo, I love you, bro. For me to know that Nick has love and loves me and vice versa. I, we know that, you know what I'm saying? But for her, I have to say that out loud. Um, my love language is quality time. Uh, none of the other ones really kind of stick out to me. Words of affirmation, as Calvin said, you don't need to tell me that you love me for me to know. Uh, gifts, I could give, I can get what I need to get for myself. And physical touch, you know, I'm thinking about this whole physical touch thing because I think you guys have touched on that a lot. I don't, it, that's not really like, I, I don't really necessarily care for that. Like me and you could be sitting on two opposite ends of the couch and me be fine as far as like watching a movie together. But I would, it's, I don't mind being laid up with you you know what i'm saying but like I, it doesn't really uh suit my fancy. fancy for for that but um with quality time for me i think just my relationship because i love to have conversation um because i'm always wanting to make sure that like i just love conversing with whoever it is that i may be dealing with at the time and i do not believe that I believe that your love language does not evolve. I think that it just it, 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 it comes out in different ways mm-hmm. as you get through and as you grow deeper into a relationship. Like it, it it if quality time is what my love language is in the beginning of my relationship, the quality time that we spend together is now being at Granite Street, you know, at the end of the day and staying up till 3 a.m. and chopping it up and doing what we do and all these things like that. But now my quality time with both of us having nine to fives and working and having lives outside of this and working a podcast and all that. Now my quality time is it may be the couch stuff, but the quality time is getting away from everybody going on a little vacation, going on a little trip, doing a little something, something, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, mm-hmm. so it may, it just may evolve. And again, that might just be a simple answer of us just getting older and life just happening. Mm-hmm. So you just have to do that. I'm sitting here trying to think about what my significant other's love language is. And it's just so funny because if you know my girl, she is just very strong minded and I'm probably going to say one. And it's probably going to be wrong. And it's probably going to be wrong and she's going to cuss me out and all this. But I think that it's words of affirmation. I think it's words of affirmation and physical touch for my girlfriend. For real. 
I really genuinely think that is. And I think physical touch, yeah, it, it, it's a big one. But now, do you guys think that you should ever compromise your love language to uh, to please no. your significant other? No. I think so. It depends no. on it depends on it, it depends on how much you think is worth to change. I'm not when you say compromise, I don't think you're saying you like saying completely like change, change it, but you're saying to to acquiesce a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean to acquiesce what it may be. If you aren't a physical touch kind of person as far as your love language, but your partner may be a super physical touch person, like I said, do you acquiesce to that? Do you think that you should, you know, adhere to that changing of the guard as far as your love language is concerned i can honestly say to an extent i feel like yes and no um because you might date like for example i love physical touch i'm i might be dating somebody that doesn't really care for it that much you know so in that instance like hypothetically speaking in that instance i feel like okay but I feel like, in the same token, they have to understand like that's just how you receive love. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that you should just completely abandon how you receive it. I feel like there needs to be some type of happy medium. Like, is there a limit that you don't want me to touch you? Is there a certain boundary that you don't want me to cross? That type of thing. Mm. Because especially if it's in the beginning, like if yeah. y'all are just starting to date or y'all been together for like six months. And, you know, you still, you know, um, but I feel like I feel like at some point um, there's going to be a point in the relationship, regardless, that you're not going to get. I don't think you're going to get your love language met all the time. Yeah. And you have to be, as we stated before, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yep. Especially if you want to see success. Um, let's go ahead and clap it up right now one time for the Push Start Podcast. Uh, another week. Listen, guys, we've been very serious the past two weeks, man. Next week. Was we was serious? We, so, yeah, we, yeah. Week, we was coming with the heat. Yeah. Like, like, look, next week. Look, next Friday, the next podcast y'all hear is going to be our Valentine's Day podcast. And by the time that you hear this, you guys will have known that we have a very, very special surprise and gift to you all as the listeners uh, for your Valentine's Day gift. So just be on the lookout. Um, at this time, you already know what it is. So if you have participated, thank you. Uh, if you have not participated yet, it isn't too late. You can, I can't say what it is right now, but you'll already know what I'm talking about. If you go to our Instagram page, go ahead and turn on our notifications. You'll get it. If you want to have something fun for your Valentine's Day, then make sure you tune in to push the start. Um, Sierra Danielle, what are you doing for your uh, the weekend? What are you doing this weekend? Uh, um, Reup TV Saturdays. Um, and other than that, just chilling. Chilling. Yeah. Turn up. Uh, famous. What you got planned for the weekend, brother? Saturday, got to shoot a uh, video. I mean, um, wedding with Rico. Shout out to Rico. Um, Sunday, the first Sunday without football. First Sunday without football. God so, done. I'm gonna have to figure something out. I don't know. God done. That's that. That just sounds sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, last weekend took a lot out your boy. <laughs> Nah, but for real, um, it did take a lot out of the weekend, so I'm going to be doing a lot of house, uh, what is it called, uh, around the home, I'm going to be fixing home, home, home improvement things. Yeah, I'm going to be putting some stuff up, making some things shake, getting some some things arranged in the house, so we're going to we gonna make this thing pop, man. 
Uh, we love you. Last week, you guys did an amazing job for our 100th episode. We really do appreciate y'all getting us to damn near 300 views on SoundCloud alone in three days. Uh, so that's love. And uh, we look forward to seeing y'all next week. Peace. Boop.